You're listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another interview Friday. Today, you will be hearing soon from Mackenzie. So she and I met over the power of Instagram, and I love what she does. Uh, So she is a business coach. And the one thing I love that she does, especially on Instagram, so y'all have to go check her out, is all of her client wins and successes. It's absolutely phenomenal. So soon we're going to talk to her, kind of hear about her entrepreneurial journey, how she got started. I'm sure all the ups and downs. And um, so without further ado, let's bring Mackenzie on. Mackenzie, welcome to the podcast. Please just let everyone know a little bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I am very excited to be here. Um, But yeah, so like you said, I'm a business coach, but I started as a virtual assistant um, a while back. (laughs) And I actually found my first offer that I ever created um, yesterday. And it was this big you know, six month, six month spiel that I created, um, with ongoing support and I was charging $30 a month for it. So it really took me, really took me back and like really put me in the position of how far I've truly come Mm -hmm. in this online space. So I started out as a virtual assistant. I was doing all the things I wanted to start my business. Um, honestly, just to prove that I could do it. My family, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. Um, my mom went to college, but you know, she, um, didn't really follow her career path. My dad didn't go to college. So I'm really the first person in my family to be making a name for herself. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. And just being able to prove like everybody wrong. Everybody told me, which is ironic, but everybody told me because this is a little bit ambitious of you. Um, yeah. So I'm like, yes, it is. And thank you for that. So (laughs) I started my business, threw up an Instagram account one day and things really took off. I, you know, started signing clients. I was loving the work I was doing, but I have background in business and psychology. So Mm. once I got into this space, I always kind of knew I wanted to business coach. Um, I knew that was kind of the direction that I was wanting to head. I really wanted to mentor. I like working hands-on with people, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that I wanted to work with other online service providers. So I really was determined to grow a successful online service provider business myself, just to act in alignment with, you know, my own values, my own, um, you know, what I wanted to represent to other people. Mm -hmm. So I grew that business pivoted to business mentoring and now we're here and I love what I do. I help people find alignment in their offers, Mm -hmm. um, other online service providers, coaches, virtual assistants, people like that. Um, and really help them scale their business, building the foundations that'll set them up for success and then helping them take those to the next level in ways that feel really good to them. Yeah. I love that. 
And uh, it's, it's so cool that you say, you know, pivoting into the business coach, because even last week I was talking to someone about that and how, you know, you just, if you feel like you're meant to start a business, just start it because you always can pivot into something else. Um, but before we kind of talk about that transaction or that journey process and, and, you know, how you felt doing that, um, I kind of want to go back into like, why a VA, how did you get the idea to specify, I want to be a VA and have that service for others online? Yeah. So I think I mentioned this, but I really like working with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I figured this was going to be, it would be a really easy way to kind of get in. I like to serve. That's why I started my business because I like to make an impact in people's life. Mm -hmm. Um, and virtual assisting was such an easy way for me to do that because I could help them with so many different things that they needed mm -hmm. inside of their business. I ended up eventually niching down into social media management specifically, but beforehand, like the goal was to just be able to serve as many people as I could mm -hmm. and make the biggest impact impact that I could. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so, so when you first started, it was like a 30 a month, you were saying charge. And then obviously now as you're growing and you did make that pivot. So what was that realization going from? Cause I think a lot of people, um, so virtual assistant VAs, uh, they're so incredibly important for businesses and business owners, especially now, um, as everyone's moving online and staying online. Um, so I, I work with a lot of VAs. I talk to a lot of VAs and a lot of them do consider, well, you know, I don't know if I want to stay a VA my whole life. Cause it's a, it's a lot like managing and, um, normally VAs have a lot of different things that they manage within just one business and then they have multiple clients, right? So all the time I hear people um, or VAs going from VA to business coach or OBM or even course creator. Um, so what was that kind of transition and that thought process around, you know, I've done my VA, I, I, I consider myself VA, I had that service, but now I'm going to take what I've been doing, what I've been teaching, what I taught myself, right, what I learned, and I'm going to transition that into business coach. Uh, so kind of walk through what that, that looked like a little bit. Yeah, so it was a process. I was playing <laughs> with the idea... I was playing with the idea for so long mm -hmm. and it honestly kind of took a very natural progression because it started, I was doing all of my VA work, doing very much like done for you services. Mm. And then, um, you know, I started working with a coach that was great. My own business coach, um, like finally raised my prices to, you know, mm -hmm. match my worth. And then one of the services that I ended up adding as I was building out my offer suite was, um, like strategy sessions with mm -hmm. other business owners. Mm -hmm. And that ended up becoming like my main service that I provided. Um, and that was like the main thing people were coming to me for. So eventually I started, that was my foundational offer. And then my other offers grew from there. So my strategy sessions were like really the in-between mm -hmm. and because things were going so well there, my clients were seeing like really, really great results. I ended up turning it into a longer span coaching program. Mm -hmm. And then from there, that's how my business coaching offer suite developed. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's always important to hear 
everyone, like um, business owners talk about their pivots because I think a lot of people, they are a little scared to start their business because they're always asking themselves, what if this doesn't work, right? Like, what if I launch this, I leave my corporate or nine to five lifestyle and I'm going, 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 and then it doesn't work. And I think, you know, in assuming you agree, you know, like really going in and understanding what it is that you want out of your life, how you can serve others, right? Because normally to get an income and to ask for payments, you have to do some type of service, um, or you can do like a course creation or something like that. So it's like, what, what do I feel I'm good at? What am I passionate in? What do I feel like I can kind of take the route ground running? You know, how can I, you know, map out like a, a 12 year plan or 12 year, <laughs> 12 month plan or like a, a business plan? What are these things that can get you going? And then if you want to pivot or if this only one business plan doesn't work out, that's okay, right? Everyone fails <laughs> a million times, you know, taking yourself and your worth and being like, okay, maybe this didn't work. Let me pivot or start something else, right? Because I think, I think a lot of people, um, and and sometimes even like now, like sometimes I even ask myself, you know, okay, I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this, right? You always have to come back to like your why. This is why I'm doing this. This is who I'm doing this for, and I'm also doing this for myself because. And at this point, I've been confident enough in my business that I know, at least I think, and I hope it doesn't fail, but you never know. Like you can't look 10 years into the future, right? You just gotta have to trust yourself and trust the process now, um, it, right? Are you, are you kind of agreeing with that? Yeah, it's so true. And I think too, like one of the most important things as a business owner is to be able to have like, you call it, I guess, emotional intelligence to be able mm. to really check yourself and like, what are you willing to do if plan A doesn't work? Mm. Like, what is the next step? You have options, right? You can choose like, okay, I'm, it's really easy on social media. Like, okay, I'm just going to abandon this account. We're going to pretend this never happened. I'm going back <laughs> to corporate. Or you can, you know, be willing to really do some self-reflection, figure out, okay, this didn't work. What can I do next? Instead of really dwelling on the past, which is what I see so many people do. They focus so much on all of these things that are going wrong and all of these things that need to, you know, change, but they're not mm -hmm. focused enough on like, okay, but what am I going to do to make that happen? Right. They're focused so much on like big picture and where they're headed, but not enough on the journey to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's crazy. Cause I was talking to my mentors because I feel, you know, every business owner needs some type of coach or mentor, however you want to categorize it. And uh, I'm like, I'm sure you have business coach and mentors. And I was talking to mine today and he was asking, like, we're six months into the year. So where do you want to be uh, New Year's Eve? Right. And he's going over all these things. And then uh, the one thing I, I love about him and his community, he's always like, OK, well, why do you have to wait? to do that until December. Why do you have to wait? Like, why can't you do that October? Why can't you hit that goal in October? Like, what's your psychological reason that you can only hit this December or New Year's Eve, right? And, um, you know, that's why business coaches are so important because they're the only people that can talk to you and say like, I understand your big picture, but why can't you do this now? Um, and I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make, and I had a business coach like right from the start, but 
Um, I was actually thinking originally with my business to go into business coaching because it's so important. Uh, but then I got more into like the back end funnel builds and, and lead gen and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it's a lot of people, I don't know if they're scared, but when they're just starting a, a business, I think they're, you know, their expenses are all over the place. A business coach is like the last person they want to hire. Um, so <laughs> I'm sure you see that and you witness that quite a lot. So if you want to just kind of like reiterate why a business coach, especially from the early age of your business is so important for that growth and for you to hit those numbers and to hit those goals. I have so many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so many thoughts. I knew you would. That's why I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to get, to get your opinion there. <laughs> So one of the things that I always ask people before they make an investment is I always ask them, where do, like, what does your six-figure entrepreneur self look like? Mm. Like, how did you get there? Who is that person? What, you know, how do they show up? How do they act? Are they investing into their business? All of those things that come into play, you need to be acting like that person now. Mm -hmm. Because once you start acting like that six-figure self, I don't know if you're into manifestation, but yeah. like as you start acting like that six-figure self, you are calling that like from the universe and making yeah. that your reality. Absolutely. All of these like successful mentors, all of these successful virtual assistants, everybody that people are claiming to be like quotation marks goals they didn't get there alone. Like they have some type of mentorship and there's such like, there's such some, there's so much resistance because everybody wants to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. But the other thing I always tell people, like, why would you go? I'm sure you can do it on your own. Like I'm never going to tell somebody that they, I don't think they can do it on their mm -hmm. own because I think that they'll be able to figure it out. But why would you waste so much time going through the trial and error and, you know, going through the frustrations of, you know, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out content that resonates with your audience, all of these things that happen as you're trying to learn the ins and outs of the online business space. Why would you want to wait when you can have that, you know, have the solution literally handed to you and worked out with a business coach? But the other like piece of the puzzle there is these people that do try to do it on their own. And maybe they do see success, but is it sustainable success? Yeah. Do you have the business foundations underneath you? Do you have the repeatable marketing and sales strategies to go out and, you know, continue to sign clients, continue mm -hmm. to have the high cash flow mm -hmm. months? Because if you don't have that foundation, you, you don't have a business. You have mm -hmm. to have that foundation underneath you if you want this to be sustainable for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, going like the manifestation thing. And I, I did an episode now that I'm thinking about it, it was probably one of my original ones. And I need to do another one because it's that whole like be do have mentality and right. And instead of saying like, I want this now and that's all that's the only thing you're focusing on. Right. Instead of being like, OK, who do I need to become to get this right? So that be to have and for everyone listening, um, you can look it up. You can listen to past episodes like it's a big manifestation thing because in all reality, if you look up to someone, so you're saying, I want to be a six-figure business, right? You have to look up to other six-figure business owners and you have to start visualizing what do they do, right? What is their day in and day out activities? How are they running their business? Is it like all chaotic, completely unorganized, no business plan, no vision, no plan of action? 
Probably not. <laughs> or if it is, then it's, it's probably not like you were saying a sustainable business, which is what we want. Um, because then that's, that eases that whole, well, what if this doesn't work thought, right? And then as you're visualizing all of this, you know, start acting like that person and start doing the things that that person you think does, because that will make you that six figure business owner. And they're organized, they have mentors, they have coaches, they um, have processes and systems, right? They have marketing strategies, they have business plans, they have all of these different things set in place. And it, I know it probably seems like a lot and it's overwhelming, but realistically, a lot of these things in place comes back to the business coach <laughs> because that's normally where that, that correlation, that partnership works because as entrepreneurs, and maybe if you don't consider yourself an entrepreneur yet, as anyone who wants to start a business or has a business, we always think our ideas are right. We're always like, we're waking up in the middle of the night, we always have these thoughts and these great ideas, and we're like, oh, it's gonna sell, it's gonna hit, it's gonna hit the market, blah, blah, blah. But you need someone to come back to reality a little bit more because you are the futuristic thinker, right? That's what CEOs are, that's the only way to to keep the businesses futuristically living, right? But you need that person to come back and like hold your reins down and be like, all right, cowboy, like we gotta get back in the saddle a little bit. I love your thought. I love where you're going, but we just gotta like, we gotta strategize this. That's, you know, that's that's the importance of it. And a lot of people think, oh, just starting, I'm just gonna stop, hop on Instagram. And I'm just gonna start my business there. Um, but you need someone else, especially that community, that mentorship, to bring you back to that entrepreneurial reality a little bit more often than you think. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, it it's it's all it's all these like thought processes and and obviously I'm hoping so these episodes um, as we as we grow more with all these amazing interviews with you ambitious women, um, I'm hoping everyone listening can learn these different aspects because everyone on here has different businesses. And so I'm hoping that when you are listening, if you haven't started a business yet, you know exactly how to start, to start them. And one of the things is definitely looking in to mentorships or, or coaches because it will make your life a lot less hectic, a lot more enjoyable, and you're able to get and hit those numbers that you're hoping to, to hit and to get. Um, so one of the other things, obviously the importance of this podcast and the importance of bringing on, uh, female entrepreneurs is really to talk about, like you were saying before, uh, being ambitious and what that really looks like and kind of like owning your ambition. Cause sometimes, especially women, I feel like we're a little bit scared to own our ambition, to be successful, to make money, to have businesses, um, you know, like I want you all to confidently, like if you're out at the bar and someone's like, what do you do? And you're like, boom, I have an agency. I am a VA. I am a business coach. Like I want you all to confidently just like own what you do. So when it comes to ambition, what or how do you categorize? Like, what does that mean to you having ambition or being an ambitious person? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because I have a much different viewpoint of it now than I did when I was younger or growing up because kind of like you said, it I mean, it used to be like have such a negative connotation to it. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up and I was always hearing like don't be too ambitious now, like don't go off having all mm -hmm. these big goals. But now I step in like I step into my power and I'm like no, I'm going to have the big goals mm -hmm. like 
absolutely. And I think like, I think I like holding myself to the higher standard. I like to have these big goals Mm -hmm. and it's, I feel like, especially for women, it's so such a taboo thing to think so ambitiously and to think about where you could be like with in your business and life, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. think about where you really could be in a year. You could have a seven figure figure business Mm -hmm. a year from now. Um, but are you going to let the people who, you know, tell you that that's too ambitious, hold you back? Or are you going to, you know, own your ambition and really step into your power and be like, okay, yeah, maybe it's ambitious, but you know, that's what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And, and stepping into your power, I think is like the biggest uh, thing everyone needs to take away from what you just said, because uh, stepping into your power and saying no to those that aren't aligning with you, that are telling you you're being too ambitious, are doing all those things, and confidently saying no, like, you know, no thank you, move on type of deal, but then also like owning your power and trusting in yourself and the journey and, and you know, obviously we're all put on this place for a reason. So you have to like, you have to trust that you are on the right path to be on the right path in order to be on the right path. Cause if you're constantly like wishy-washy, Oh, I don't know about this. Like maybe I shouldn't launch right now. Maybe I shouldn't start this right now. Oh, I don't know if I should do this. Like, Oh, I see this on Instagram all the time. And you go back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> That's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> I think too, like so many people start their business and I mean, they're starting their first business. They don't really understand how it works, but they're so in this nine to five mentality. Like Mm. somebody else is going to tell me what to do. Somebody else is going to tell me how to make this work. But when you start a business, you have to step into CEO mentality. You make the big decisions. You, you have to decide. So really like they've, they say all the time, like business is, you know, 80% mindset, 20% strategy. And it's so true. Oh my gosh, you yeah. have to trust in yourself and you have to believe in the decisions that you're making. And you have to trust your ability to kind of like what we were talking about earlier. You have to trust your ability to, you know, pivot, mm-hmm. make the scary decisions mm-hmm. if things feel like they're not on the right path, but you have to decide. Nobody is going to decide for you. Like me and any other reputable yeah. business coach is never going to come in and tell you, you need to do X, Y, and Z. We're going to tr- teach you to trust yourself mm-hmm. to build a business mm-hmm. that works for you. Like that codependency that you see sometimes is not the move. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be able to trust yourself as a business owner and trust that you're going to be able to make the scary decisions, mm-hmm. even when you don't have somebody like a boss hanging over your head telling you that you have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you also have to be okay when your decisions don't plan out like you thought they were, right? You can't beat yourself up because if entrepreneurship was easy, everyone would be one because you know, I mean, it's right. It's like the lifestyle that everyone wants, but it's not easy, which is why a lot of people start these things with no plan of action. They beat themselves up the minute something doesn't plan out, um, that they think because they're so used to that nine to five where you do have an action plan every single morning, you do hit those goals cause it's easy to do, right? Because you have specific steps to do that. Cause you have someone telling you exactly what you need to be doing. Uh, and then you go from that to, okay, I'm going to start my own business. I don't have anyone hovering above me giving me like today's Monday. This is what you need to do today. I mean, it's crazy. And then I think we also get lost in 
trying to do everything because we see everyone else or, or we think we see everyone else doing everything. And we always forget to remind ourselves, you know, realistically, a lot of people aren't solopreneurs their entire life, right? They have help. They have VAs. They have coaches. They have uh, systems people. They have integrations. They have builds. They have email marketing. Like eventually, especially as an entrepreneur, your goal is to grow your team so that you can live that entrepreneurial lifestyle and, and obviously stick to the CEO that you are. Um, so we always have to remember that <laughs> it looks like everyone's doing everything by themselves, but in the background, realistically, that's probably not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think too, like kind of going off of that, everybody's like, everybody starts their business and expects to have that, like, you see all the time this like, um, this like painted picture of, oh my gosh, I only work two days a week, mm. work like three hours a day, that lifestyle. And yes, you get to have that. But like, what are you willing to do to get there in the beginning? Right. Like you right. have to be willing to put in a little bit of work in the beginning mm -hmm. to get there. Always thinking about your future self and working for your future mm -hmm. self. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And as, as, as much as like, uh, manifestation, like being one with your universe and all that, that I believe in being present, that's really important. Right. Cause if I, at least I think like if you're too futuristic, you won't get anything done because you're not present. Right. And so you're only thinking future, so nothing will get done right now. So there, it's like that yeah. fine balance, especially when you're a CEO. And again, my mentors, they're like delegate, eliminate, or automate as much as you can because you need to think futuristically, but then you have to be present. You have to be there for your clients, your employees, um, social media accounts, right, to keep marketing and advertising yourself. So it's like that fine balance of, having big, ambitious, futuristic goals, but then coming back to reality so that you can actually hit those goals. Because we keep saying like, I want to be a millionaire, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to be a millionaire, but then we're not in the present doing anything to hit those million dollar months or years or whatever you're, you want. Then it's, it's not going to happen. And then we beat ourselves up because we have these big goals and we didn't implement or take action on anything. And then we're like, this is dumb. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going to go back to the 95. <laughs> yeah, it's like this like vicious cycle if you get yeah, into that. Absolutely. Keep, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it definitely. And, and that's why like you really just have to, no matter what you're doing, and if you start a business and it does fail and you have to go back to the corporate life, you cannot beat yourself up because it like life is really about owning who you are. And as long as you're happy and you have more positivity than negative aspects in your life, then you will get whatever that is. Like you will have that life that you want. It might just take you a little bit longer than others. But then again, we're so glued to social media. We think all of this instant success and overnight success, we don't know their story, right? We don't know how many times they pivoted. We don't know if this is their fifth or first or hundredth business that made them a million dollars. We have no idea. We have no idea like their time, business, life, business balances. Um, so as long as you're coming back to the person that you are and making sure that that person mentally, spiritually, physically, all of those things are checking the box and you are happy individual, then you will continue to get the success that you want in life. I, I firmly, firmly, firmly believe that. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, 100%. I could not agree with you any more than that. That's, yes. Oh, well, thank you. And and um, as we like kind of start to wrap up, like, well, one more question um, before everyone knows where to find you and reach out to you. So that piece of advice, and I'm sure, I mean, you give advice all the time, but for someone who is still in the nine to five lifestyle or um, maybe isn't even working currently, maybe they're a mom, um, they're not working right now, but they want to start a business. What is, if you can narrow it down to one piece of advice, <laughs> what is that one piece of advice that you would give them? That is a great question. I think <laughs> the like biggest piece of advice that I would give somebody that wants to start a business is to just start. Mm -hmm. You're never going to feel ready and it's always going to feel scary, but start and show up as an industry leader from day one, mm -hmm. like show up as if you've already hit that six figure milestone inside of your business, your seven figure milestone inside of your business. If you had already done that, how would that person be showing up? Be that person mm. from day one, and that's how you're gonna attract the right kinds of people. Oh yes, that was gold. Thank you. I love that. Ah oh, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> they needed to hear that. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. So we've hit pretty much our thirty minutes, I think. Um, so before wrapping up, please let everyone know where can they find you, where can they reach out if they listen to this episode and they're either want to work with you or just kind of get to know you more. Where's that best spot to find you? Yeah, absolutely. The best place would be on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at bizcoachmackenzie. It's B-I-V. Um, but I'm also on TikTok and I make Ooh. really great TikToks and you can find me at the same handle at bizcoachmackenzie. Oh, that's so fun. I want to check out your TikToks. See, that's like one <laughs> thing that I have not gotten into, um, but I would love to do TikToks because I love Instagram reels. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go check you out for sure. And everyone, like she's super, super friendly online. Um, also like your content is phenomenal and just the way that you present testimonials, client wins, successes of your own business, the way you present that with the aesthetics and the copy and everything, I think is it's gorgeous. So kudos to you. But I do think like everyone, please go check her out and read through her post and her content and swipe across her carousel images because you will literally learn so much and get inspired to either start your business or work with Mackenzie to help you start your business and grow your business. Um, so yeah, I love, I was like creeping on your Instagram page. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, alrighty. I think that is it for now. Unless you have anything else to say to our listeners. I think we'll wrap up. Um, I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. This you're was welcome. amazing. Yeah, you're welcome, Mackenzie. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please, please reach out to Mackenzie. At least let her know that you listened to this episode. And of course, uh, if you could take 30 seconds, rate, review it, um, send the screenshot to Mackenzie. It literally, like, we love seeing uh, just wins and successes and happy memes or whatever you want to call them from you all. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Mackenzie, once again for coming on. I'll talk to everyone next week and have a great rest of the day. See ya.
Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.